the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on FM 93.7, 103.1, and AM 930. The Answer. Bill Bunkley here with the Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, and I want to tell you that uh, we are keeping an eye on a very, very dangerous storm that uh, is about to make landfall in the next few hours there, just uh, just a little bit uh, outside of Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, we got to learn something today. We really do, because uh, this storm and the characteristics of this storm of what I'm going to be outlining here in a few moments is something that I've been talking about for us to be aware of uh, here um, for a long, long time. This is a Category 3 storm, and um, it's not going to be a huge wind event, but Category 3 is a wind event. But when I share with you some of the estimates that we're now looking at that was just updated uh, a few moments ago, this storm that is currently 70 miles southeast of Corpus Christi, Texas, still with uh, the main eye wall and the secondary eye wall over the very warm waters of the Gulf of Mexico, um, th- this is going to be it's going to be awful. I I, I really sense this, and, and I'm not alone. It's a Category Three. Right now, I want to welcome you to our program, and as we're watching this uh, very very serious event, glad to have you with us. We're simulcasting all across Florida right now, in Central Florida, I should say. We're on our Faith Talk stations, our answer stations, and the biz. For the Friday close on our major markets, uh, for those of you listening on the biz, the Dow Jones Industrials were up 30 and change at 21,813. NASDAQ has dropped off uh, $5 and change to 62.65. S&P 500 up 4.08 at 244. Three two thousand four forty three. So a little bit of a mixed message in the markets this afternoon. Phone lines are going to be open eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three toll free. Sarasota, Brainerd, Manatee County nine four one nine five five zero nine three zero. Tampa, our your number is eight one three two eight seven five seven zero zero two eight seven five seven zero zero. Let me give you the latest, and uh, then I'll segue in on why this is a very, very important storm for us to watch. First of all, the area between Corpus Christi and Houston, Texas, let me set this up for you. If you can picture the Louisiana-Texas border down on the Gulf, move a little bit west, you then have uh, Houston, which is not far up uh, the inlet there, then move on around sort of that um um, circular uh, motion, you then come to Corpus Christi, Texas, as you begin to move back south down to the Texas and uh, Mexico border. What's happened is this. First of all, that area right off the coast of Texas, it's a very shallow area of the Gulf. 
very similar to the shallow area that we have in our uh, Salem Media Group listing area from all the way in Hernando County all the way through um, uh, Clearwater, Dunedin, uh, St. Petersburg, Sunshine Skyway, Bradenton, Sarasota. It's, uh, it's like a pancake. It's flat. Right now, the water temperature uh, in that area is about 82 degrees. Uh, not only on the top, but it's very warm on the bottom because it's very shallow. It uh, has been uh, described uh, uh, earlier this afternoon that uh, they are fearing that this could be the perfect storm. Now, right now, it is a Category 3. It was predicted to be a Category 3. Uh, and so as we're watching this, but here is here's the issue. Remember that a hurricane, the winds of a hurricane are always counterclockwise. So when you look at the eye of a hurricane, understand that the wind that is going around that hurricane, it's going around in a counterclockwise fashion. Now, not only do you worry about the the highest sustained winds, and, um, you know, Category 3 is significant, but now the second thing you're concerned about you take your pick. It's either rainfall or storm surge. Just before we came on the air, there was a report that the storm surge, which is already predicted to be catastrophic, and keep in mind the storm surge is um, predicted at certain time elements. Uh, Right now, just before the storm comes on shore, after the the, the storm comes on shore, about a, about 3.30 or so, um, I heard a report that came in that the storm surge was already a foot and a half higher than predicted. Now, the storm is not going to come on short for a few more hours. Already, we're seeing the first areas of impact. The storm surge has been underestimated. It is a foot and a half higher. So... Whenever you're looking at where the eye of the storm is, you have to look at that. Uh, not only do you always look at the um, uh, top right quadrant, but to the right of the eye, that's what you always want to look at. Now, the third thing to consider, and we'll put these all together, and then I'm going to relate it back to why I'm I'm, I'm really stressing this, because it, it has everything to do with uh, not only Florida, but but all of us here at Tampa Bay. In a general sense, they uh, across the broader area, they're looking at 25 inches. However, they just had uh, an update with one of their models. One of the areas just adjacent to Corpus Christi, I think it was um, suggesting rainfall of 52 to 53 inches. There's 12 inches in a foot. You do the math. We're talking about a a lot of feet, a lot of water in that area. Now, when you couple, when you couple the the winds of a Cat 3 storm and you already have a storm surge that's up one and a half feet and uh, you've got this coastal rain threat. And by the way, guess what the rain threat is? It's not just today. It's not tomorrow. It's not Sunday. It's not just through Monday, not through Tuesday, but through Wednesday. 
Right now, we have 120-mile-an-hour sustained winds. That's the minimum of a Category 3. This storm is going to be impacting the area until Wednesday of next week. Now, let me tell you what's about to happen. This storm is uh, the stirring currents are, are, are going to be dropping off significantly. This storm is going to slowly come uh, onshore. I think one estimate was 7 o'clock. I don't know whether that would be 8 o'clock our time because there's a one-hour difference between uh, the Gulf Coast there and our time. This storm is going to go on on onshore. It's not going to go too far onshore because it's only going to reduce to a Category 1 hurricane. Now, my prayer and our prayer would be that as it impacts that coast, coast, whenever you get over the coast, that is um, usually what helps to uh, knock down the storm. But it's projected to only go down to a Category 1 hurricane. So we're looking at a hurricane. We're not even looking at a tropical storm once it moves in. We are so used to that. And if uh, if you're just uh, in Florida, relatively new, have not lived through a hurricane, Please listen very carefully. What's going to happen is it's going to stall out. Then they believe it's going to back out into the Gulf of Mexico. Are you with me? It's going to back out, maybe not too far from where it went in. It's then going to start moving in a counterclockwise direction itself, and it's going to do a half-circle predicted to go out in the Gulf, and then it's going to come back in somewhere from Houston over to Louisiana. And are you ready for this? It's ready to intensify when it comes back out. Now, the eye right now is about 17 miles across. And so uh, in a moment, uh, we're going to take a break. And then I want to relate, and this is the important part of our program this afternoon, I want to relate why it's important for us to watch this storm, to watch the storm surge, to watch the flooding, and certainly watch the rainfall. Because here's what I want you to just picture in your mind. If we had, and I usually use the example of a Category 5, a Cat 5 hurricane. If we had a Cat 5 hurricane, and if the eye of that hurricane, and let's say it was a big one, pretty broad, but if we had the eye of a Cat 5 sort of come in from the west, and that eye come in just a, a little bit north of, say, Tarpon, a range from north of Tarpon Springs, Dunedin, all the way down to, say, Clearwater, maybe even, you know, even to some degree, uh, you know, halfway down to Mad Beach, Madeira Beach. That is what I'm going to be talking about next. Because what's happening, this storm surge, the surging water is going to be on the right quadrant of the storm, on the right side of the storm. And so when we come back, we're going to talk about how low Tampa really is, Tampa Bay. And I'm talking about folks that have, uh, we're, we're right here where our Salem media studios are in the West Shore area.
we are very close. I mean, we're in between the two flight paths uh, of the um, – if you're approaching from the south to Tampa National, we're actually in between the two runways just off of West Shore Boulevard. Uh, we could walk in five minutes and, and be in areas to where you'll see where all of the building codes for the buildings, they're up, elevated. We are definitely in a floodplain. And so when we come back, I want to talk about the floodplain here and talk about um, how important it is for us to heed the warnings. And we're going to talk about folks there in Texas heeding the warnings as well because the question is, it's been 10 years since we've had a major storm impact the United States of America. We've got a lot of people who, um, even though you may have prepared for previous storms, uh, my my heart, my prayer goes out to the folks in that area who, quite frankly, are, are feeling pretty bold tonight that they're going to be sticking the storm out. And uh, there are some areas that uh, I, I believe, if you remember Hurricane Katrina, and if you remember the water impact there and how difficult it was for the first responders to get um, to get to them, that's what we are looking at uh, could be this catastrophic situation in Texas. So the question is, uh, I'm looking at uh, photographs right now, even from Galveston, that people are out there. They're down looking at the surf. It's an interesting thing. But it's very, very dangerous, dangerous indeed. So thoughts or comments, 877-943-9673. T is uh, in Sarasota. He is a trained meteorologist, and I'm going to find out whether he thinks I'm all wet, pardon the pun, or if I'm on cue. More of the Bill Monkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Downloading the AM930 app. Local news, national headlines, and incisive commentary. Turning your smartphone into a genius. The AM930 app is the answer. We alarm our houses. And we alarm our cars. But when it comes to your personal information, it can be tough to know when something isn't right. That's where Discover Card can help. Now, we'll send you an alert if we find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. And this service is free for card members. Just sign up online. It's our way of looking out for you, not just your account. Learn more at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. Finding great people to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. It's time to try ZipRecruiter, where 80% of jobs get a qualified candidate in just one day. How? Using powerful technology, ZipRecruiter matches your job to the right candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash post jobs for your free trial. ZipRecruiter.com slash post jobs. AM 930 Stress Saver Traffic Report. 
Good afternoon. Friday ride home a little slow on 75 South on the south end of the Manatee River Bridge and the DeSoto Bridge. Business 41 Bridge, both in good shape. No problems on the Skyway. Taking a look at State Road 64. It is trouble-free. State Road 70, some minor eastbound delays approaching Lockwood Ridge. 63rd Avenue, not looking too bad. University Parkway is moving well. Earlier crash on Tamiami Trail northbound before University. Still has some lane blockage and delays back to Myrtle. And the southbound side also a little slow as you approach that. On Fruitvale Road, things are looking good. Washington Boulevard northbound, usual slow ride before Fruitvale. B Ridge, Clark Road's in good shape. Dave Kosh, FM 93.7, 102.1 at AM 9:30. The answer. here with the Bill Bunkley Show, and uh, we are talking about uh, a lesson to be learned as we are watching our friends over in the area of Corpus Christi tonight and in a couple of days, uh, our friends from Houston over to Louisiana. This is, uh, this is um, uh, uh, you know, I've been here for many decades. Let me just say many decades. Seen a lot of storms. Uh, was in, um, uh, down in um, Homestead. Uh, day uh, two days after Hurricane Andrew uh, saw the devastation there, so been through a few of these storms. Uh, this one is uh, very problematic. Now we're going to talk to T in Sarasota. He's actually uh, trained in this area in terms of um, his expertise as a meteorologist. But uh, I wanted to remind you that we have um, uh, we got about five or six days left. And we still have a chance for you to enter our contest to win one of um, our books for our August book focus. It is written by Dinesh D'Souza, The Big Lie, Exposing the Nazi Roots of the American Left. We'll be giving away five copies at the end of the month. And so if you'd like to get your name in a hat for one of those books, we've got two different websites. Uh, You can either go to am860theanswer.com am860theanswer.com or am930theanswer.com. Both of those, just click on the contest tab. And by the way, you can increase your chances of winning. You can come back and register one time a day, every day until the end of the month. And some of you who have been doing that since the first month, you've got your name in the hat several, several times. 877-943-9673 as we continue our discussion. What would happen if Hurricane Harvey in its present state was uh, coming straight on in from the Gulf, and let's say the eye of Harvey was going to be between, let's say, Clearwater and Dunedin, because that's the point I want to get to, because I want to use this as a teaching lesson so that when we do have our storm coming our way, that uh, I want you to be remembering Harvey because I think this is going to be a, a catastrophic situation now. Now, T may see something totally different, and I know he's suspect of some of his fellow meteorologists at time. T from Sarasota, good to have you back with us. Brother, first of all, you, you are not off target. You are, you are on target. Um, what I was I... nervous when I saw you on the car. <laughs> when I saw you on the call board, I go, uh-oh, I wonder if I blew it here because no, T's going to no. call me out like, no, like I'm no. at the OK Corral. I'm just kidding. Go no, ahead. no, no. By the way, Wyatt Earp's one of my heroes, OK Corral. <laughs> anyway, um... Here's the deal. Um, the models, and this, this is an unfortunate thing that's happened to meteorology. Back about 15, 16 years ago, 
um, the people at the National Weather Service and the Hurricane Forecast Center, they, they decided that they were going to stop um, so much of the human element of forecasting, and they were going to give it over to the models. They were sold, the, the computers, the European model, the American model, the Canadian model, we've got like 17, 20 models, were the answer, that you really didn't need to do forecasting anymore. And the day that we stopped doing that was a very, very sad day. Let me, let me point something out to you really quick. Last year, the hurricane, that that that. that um, that um, was um, following, hugged the uh, east coast of Florida. The computer models said that two or three days later, that hurricane would do a U-turn and come back into Florida. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Absolutely. It never. It didn't do it. Nope. It didn't. It didn't do it. A thing called the Coriolis effect, which has had to do with the rotation of the Earth, gravity, and the. Uh, the natural tendency for storms like that because of those factors to go north. And that's what it did. It went slightly north, and then it just evaporated. Mm -hmm. It got absorbed by a low-pressure system. The models right now are accurate for the first 24 to maybe 36 hours. The models can't really, because one of the things the models do is they they count on previous history of storms. Mm -hmm. They don't have a previous history of a storm like this. So they're they're coming to a brick, a computerized brick wall, if you will, and so the models are saying, well, it's going to go backwards. It's gonna, they don't know. So we don't really know that the, that the storm will, three days from now, however long, go back into the Gulf, regenerate, possibly hit Houston. That's all computer, very weak theory. What we do know is we do know this is going to be a powerful storm. It's going to be a heavy rain dumper. It's going to probably, as you so beautifully said a couple of days ago, it's going to affect our oil supply and our gasoline supply. Beautifully well said. And, you know, I I appreciate that. You warned a lot of people about that. Um, But as far as Do you think it could dissipate once it goes in? What what we'd expect, T, is that what what's strange to me is they have it projected to stay a category one hurricane when often when we make landfall and it starts cutting off the fuel, which is that very shallow part of the Gulf, yeah. it will go down to a tropical storm or, or right. whatever. We're not right. seeing that here. What are your thoughts about that prediction? It, it, that, in my opinion, what what the computers are saying is, and this is a, this, that, that's smart of you to have said that, the entire fuel source of a hurricane. It's a heat generator. They, it gets it from the moist, warm water. And that, and you know, 90 degree water, you're going to have yourself a powerful hurricane. But once it goes over land completely, that energy source has been pretty much cut off. And now you've got, you might have heat, but you've got dry heat. You don't have any moisture. So it starts to, it starts to eat itself to pieces. And you know, I don't know that it's going to stay a Category 1. Obviously, it'll stay a very strong tropical tropical storm. Raining and raining and raining and raining and raining and raining and raining. But it might, it might wind up going after, you know, there's a, there's a blocking high-pressure system. That's, that's why the computers are saying it's going to stall. There is a blocking high-pressure system. I theorize that it's going to go to the east after, it's, after it maybe sticks around for 12, maybe 18 hours. It's probably going to go to the east. But just let me say one thing. There is something that we can do about this. Jimmy Carter signed a treaty back in 1977-1978 that we were going to do weather modification. But if we sent, and I hope President Trump is listening because he just doesn't care, if we sent maybe 80, 100 planes into that storm, the tops of those clouds around the center, if we dumped tons 
of dry ice dry into Sahara. the center of that storm, mm -hmm. and we knocked the storm temperature down two or three degrees, and we, knocked, we could knock that Category 3 down to a Category 1 and maybe save a couple of hundred people's lives. So I hope that somebody in the Trump administration gets a scientist and sits him down and says, what about this dry ice thing? What can we do? I read about that. Uh, T, if you'll do me a favor, what I want to do is, because uh, i got some other things to talk about, what I want to take a break, but I want you to hold on why. I want to talk about, uh, and I want to just hear you share, what would happen if, if Harvey, the way it is right now, came in out of the due west into, say, uh, Clearwater with the storm surge coming up Tampa Bay. And, and I want you to talk about the, the low-lying areas just in the storm surge because a lot of people have moved in, and we haven't had that event. But I want you to comment on that in just a moment. T in Sarasota, our, our resident meteorologist this afternoon on the Bill Bunkley Show. Fall lines are open, 877-943-9673. I remind you that uh, you can always uh, catch any aspect of the Bill Bunkley Show after we get off the air each weekday at 6 by going to our website, letstalkfaith.com. Top of the page, you'll see the podcast uh, offering. Hit that, uh, drop it down, hit the Bill Bunkley Show. Listen to it online or download it and uh, take it with you on your smartphone or your podcast uh, uh, apparatus and um, get caught up with what we're talking about. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up, including Sarasota. You have a member of the legislature. She's quitting. We'll talk about that and more coming up. Don't go away. Be right back. AM 930, The Answer. Online at am930theanswer.com. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is warning of a very significant disaster if Hurricane Harvey lives up to its billing. It has now strengthened into a powerful Category 3 storm as it continues to move toward the Texas Gulf Coast. Expected to come ashore late tonight or early tomorrow with the eye passing just northeast of Corpus Christi. Governor Abbott warns of record flooding from Corpus Christi all the way to Houston. President Trump approving fresh economic sanctions against the dictatorship in Venezuela. The Republican National Committee has approved a resolution declaring Nazis, the KKK, white supremacists, and others are repulsive, evil, and have no fruitful place in the United States. On Wall Street today, the Dow closed up about 30 points and NASDAQ down six points. More details at srnnews.com. The Captain's America. Does it look to you that we have fake scandals to join the ranks of fake news? Some of the people with the fake news are creating the fake scandals. Overnight from 2 to 6 on AM 930, The Answer. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Tragic recent events in Charlottesville, Virginia, raise new questions about an old debate. Why did southern states leave the Union in the first place? Mississippi, the second of 11 states that ultimately seceded from the federal government, gave a clear explanation in its 1861 Declaration of Secession. Our position is thoroughly identified with the institution of slavery, the greatest material interest in the world, the delegates affirmed. They saw slavery as essential to their survival, claiming that none but the black race can bear exposure to the tropical sun. And a blow at slavery is a blow at commerce and civilization. While individuals who fought for the Confederacy may have been decent and even noble, 
no one should pretend the Confederate cause was honorable. As the great Mississippian and Nobel Prize winner William Faulkner famously declared, the past is never dead. It's not even past. I'm Michael Medved. This is Michael Medved, your cultural crusader, making it clear to you that you can hear my show, The Michael Medved Show, for all three hours now. Tonight, starting at 9 o'clock, right after Larry Elder. Now, of course, if you ever miss a program or if you want to hear the show live, you can always go to our website. Go to michaelmedved.com and find out how to access all kinds of other cool stuff. That's michaelmedved.com. And make sure to listen tonight at 9, right here on FM 93.7, 103.1, and AM 930, The Answer. AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report. Good afternoon, 75 southbound crash just off the south end of the Manatee River Bridge has the southbound side jammed up all the way back across uh, the uh, Manatee River. Uh, northbound idler delays between State Road 64 and the south end of the Manatee River Bridge. Also some 75 northbound delays between University Parkway and State Road 70. The DeSoto Bridge southbound, a little slow on the south end. Business 41 Bridge and the Skyway at this point looking okay. No problems on State Road 64 or 70. Earlier crashed Tamiami Trail northbound before University Parkway. Still seeing delays back to Dr. Martin Luther King Way. Looking at Fruitvale, Bee Ridge, Clark Road's all looking pretty good. Dave Kosh, FM 93.7, 102.1, and AM 930, The Answer. This afternoon, sunshine and some clouds with some showers and a heavy thunderstorm, mainly later high 90. Cloudy with a shower thunderstorm tonight, low 78. Cloudy with showers and a thunderstorm Saturday, high 90. And for Sunday, a shower, a thunderstorm, high again, 90. I'm Joe Young for FM 93.7, 103.1, and AM 930, The Answer. We're back. It is 34 minutes past the hour. We're going to talk about uh, just exactly um, what we would be in for if Harvey was bearing down right now on, let's say, Clearwater, Florida. But first, as I think about the tough day that's ahead for not only our friends uh, there in Texas, but possibly uh, further uh, to the east of the Gulf Coast, I think about toughness. I'm thinking about that 2017 GMC Sierra 1500 I'm driving, and I've uh, I've thought about that today. And, of course, uh, mine is uh, heralding from the absolutely very special place called Rivard Buick GMC. I thought about the toughness. I thought about that steel frame that's uh, on the truck that I'm driving right now and thinking about how many of the other pickup trucks have gone to that aluminum frame. And I want to tell you that uh, I haven't uh, ridden in something that feels so solid as I feel right now. And, of course, the the uh, one that I'm driving is the Onyx Black. And I tell you what, it's got the absolutely beautiful chrome wheels it certainly is a head-turner. It's got the Premium Plus pack and that deluxe leather interior. But I'm just thinking, you know, if I was in a situation where we had to do some very serious things because of a storm hitting here, boy, I'd like to be in a GMC Sierra, and that 1500 is great. Now, I want to tell you right now, this weekend, tonight and this weekend, a great opportunity. Trust me, it is worth your while to get in the car and take the drive to Rivard Buick GMC. They're located just off I-75 in Brandon, about a mile west. And the reason why I say that is they were the number one volume dealer of Sierras in, 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 in Florida in July. You've heard me mention that uh, the last few days. 
and they always are the number one volume dealer anywhere up and down the I-4 corridor, Sarasota, anywhere in our area. And what that means is you can get the very, very best deal. I, I absolutely want you to, to, to uh, investigate that. And uh, try me first by going to their website, RevardBuickGMC.com. That's RevardBuickGMC.com. When you go to the website, you'll see exactly inventory, how much they're already discount off the manufacturer's suggested retail price, the sticker price. And by the way, you want to get a great deal? Mine. You can buy right now, and $10,500 comes right off the sticker. So, hey, take the test. I want to tell you, you'll get your very best deal. You'll also going to have a refreshing experience, exceptional service. So take the drive today, tomorrow, or Sunday to Revive Buick GMC. The phone number there is 813-620-6500, 813-620-6500. That website, again, is RevardBuickGMC.com. And when you do, tell them Bill Bunkley sent you to get your very best deal anywhere in the area. Want to get back and have a few more moments to um, to round out our conversation about this moment. It's 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 a teaching moment. It's a learning moment for all of us here in West Central Florida. Let me bring T back in. And T, uh, thanks for hanging in. And uh, and again, my uh, my scenario is um, this category three. God forbid a category five coming straight on in from the Gulf of Mexico, like it's heading into to the, the Corpus Christi area. But it uh, the eye makes landfall right about Clearwater. Um, could you talk a little bit about all the low-lying areas, not only on the Bradenton side by the Skyway Bridge, all the way around downtown St. Pete, Apollo Beach, and you get up to downtown Tampa, and, boy, Osmar, uh, that storm surge goes all the way up. People don't realize how much we would be flooded. In fact, I think it's 1915, 1917, where almost all of uh, South Tampa was underwater. Talk about that uh, as folks keeping an eye on what happens in Texas, knowing that when we get that type of uh, prediction here, we ought to heed, get out, and get safe. Your thoughts? Oh, yeah. The first thing, that if, if there is an evacuation order, anyone that doesn't heed, that evacuation order in the event of a hurricane of a category three or greater heading for the clearwater tampa area is not playing with a full deck they're looking to commit suicide um an easy teaching tool for anybody that's listening right now you don't want to google sea level in tampa you're going to get all global warming stuff and that's not going to help you you want to google digital elevation map of tampa digital elevation map of tampa and that'll give you an idea of the tampa clear water area how high up you are from normal sea level and there there in in some areas of tampa you are up to 90 feet above sea level but there are many areas in tampa where you're either at sea level or even below it so you want to take a look at what happened in new orleans years ago when they basically built a whole city in a fishbowl um it's not going to be too different with what might happen in clear water and in some areas of Tampa. You're going to have water coming in and contaminating everything and sewage mixing with it for miles and miles and miles, and it will be nothing short of catastrophic. So I hope that the, uh, that, that the brains that run Tampa and that run Clearwater have some methodologies 
to make it uh, a much smoother hit than what potentially it's going to happen. Because it's not a question of if it's going to happen. It's a question of when it's going to happen. Now, when? It could be 100 years from now, or it could be three weeks from now. So it, it'll be catastrophic. It'll be uh, the, only, the only hurricane that we will be able to look to for education will be the one that hit New Orleans. Mm. I mean, that Katrina, Katrina. That, that's, that's what we would be looking at. We would be looking at a Katrina-type event. And, you know, when people, you hear, okay, make sure you have plenty of water, fill up the bathtub, you know, people don't realize that everything that's on that list, there's a purpose. And if, you, if your cars are gassed up, if you have plenty of fuel for your generators, if you had generators, if you've got, uh, you know, four or five, five-gallon water bottles and some other water bottles. And, by the way, now's the time to have those items. Right. Because when you get busy and you go three days before the storm and you hit the Lowe's, you hit the Home Depot, the Walmarts, et cetera, those shelves are, are, are just clean. In fact, it's time for them to do some cleaning because everything's gone. But it's important that now... Uh, I tell you what, wise old Floridians, you sort of have your things set aside when the season starts. Therefore, when it starts to get uh, starts to get heavy, you're ready to go. And instead of worried about trying to stock up, you're keeping track of what the predictions are. Do you stay? Do you go? And uh, th- that's so very important. And it's the difference between weathering it uh, pretty okay or just being devastated. Because I'm going to tell you what, if you stay. If you're in areas that the law enforcement can't get to because it's it's Cat 3, they're not going to risk their lives going in areas where they told you to leave. You're going to be stuck there. And then even when they can move in, you know, sometimes it just takes time to move in. FEMA has to get uh, up and going, sometimes the National Guard. So um, I just want, especially new residents to Florida, I want you to keep an eye real time this week in a little bit of what's happening because this is going to be a, a great primer uh, on why and how you should take uh, these situations seriously. And, T, I need to get on to that other story because you, you lost a legislator down there. But uh, any last thoughts? Nice lady. Very, very nice lady. I'm, I'm going to miss her. I, I know the lady. She's a, a good woman, and I really don't know the whole story. But uh, we we, uh, we needed somebody like Alex, a good person. But, Bill, thanks for the time. I, I'm always available I love what you're doing over there. Let's say some prayers. Maybe you can say a prayer at the end of the uh, at the end of the broadcast. We're going to do that today. We're going to be praying for our friends in Houston, uh, guaranteed. So, folks, just keep listening. We'll do that at the end of the second hour over on our Faith Talk stations. Thank you, sir. All right. T in Sarasota. All right. Um, we had some news coming out of Sarasota. I began to uh, get wind of this last night. So if you do live in Sarasota, little bit of a stunning announcement, and that is your member of the Florida legislature, Alex Miller. Now, if you're not in Sarasota, you know, Alex can go both ways. It can be a female name, and it can be a male name. We're talking about female Alex Miller. And I think it's Alexandria. I'm not sure, but she goes by Alex Miller. Well, she is a a very successful Sarasota uh, member of uh, the Republican Party. And uh, when she expressed an interest to um, to uh, give herself to public service, um, boy, I tell you what, there's there's a lot of uh, optimism about uh, her future. She abruptly announced that uh, she is done. 
She's not going to continue on. In her announcement, she cited family concerns and business concerns. Uh, Her quote is in her resignation letter to the Speaker of the House, Richard Corcoran, as a mother with two teenage boys who is the CEO of a rapidly growing business, I have come to the conclusion that I must spend more time at home than my service in the legislature would allow. Now, that's pretty interesting because, uh, by the way, Zach Anderson has got a a great report on this at the HeraldTribune.com, HeraldTribune.com, if you want to follow up on that. Uh, Her resignation is uh, effective in just a few days on September the 1st. There's going to be a special election. And by the way, here's a second level of breaking news this afternoon. We already have a candidate. Those of you down in that neck of the woods, you know that uh, you have your member of Congress, U.S. Representative Vern Buchanan. Well, guess what? There's another Buchanan who has now surfaced. That is James Buchanan. And he is uh, the son of the congressman. Uh, James Buchanan is going to be running for the Florida House. And by the way, that is House seat number 72 in Manatee County. And that uh, includes much of northern Sarasota County. Um, Mr. Buchanan, the younger, lives in Sarasota. Now, in Buchanan's statement, he wrote, uh, quote, We have the opportunity in a special election to help keep our state on course to be the nation's leader in economic growth, education, innovation, and much more. Now, listen to this. Alex Miller, 44 years of age, she was only she was less than halfway through her first two-year term. I mean, she had well, let's put it this way. Um, she basically went up, stuck her toes in the water figuratively, and was like, Man, this is not what I bargained for. I'm out of here. Why? Let me tell you, it's a lot of hours. You're traveling up up and down each week. The air service is not very dependable. Um, if you live down where she lived in Sarasota, add another hour, hour and a half as she's driving it each way. And I, I'm right at a little less than four hours from where I live in North Tampa. So, um, anyway, she's, um, she's not going back. Now what happened was, I want to give you a little bit more because she came under fire. She got in a little bit of trouble. So I got to take a break. When we come back, we'll give you more of the story of uh, what's happening uh, in, uh, in, in what might be involved with her resignation. Of course, Zach Miller did the background. I'll share that. Plus, uh, my rivalry is uh, coming around tonight. That's right. One of the oldest rivalries in the United States. Friday Night Lights, the Hillsboro Terriers are going up against the Plant Panthers at Dad's Field. Plant High School is hosting. I want to tell you, since I was a pup, this has been the big game, and I tell you what, uh, in the old days, it was it was played on Thanksgiving Day at what is now the University of Tampa. It had been played at Tampa Stadium. Now it's the season opener, but when we come back, what happens when you buck leadership? Sometimes you just fold the tent and go home. That and the Bill, Bunk- Bill Bunkley Show don't go away. I'll be right back.
930 The Answer. Online at am930theanswer.com. AM 930 The Answer. Sports. Brought to you by Shoot Straight Tampa. The Buccaneers face the Cleveland Browns tomorrow night at Raymond James Stadium. Bucks coach Dirk Cutter says that his opinion differs from some of the players, but they have to respect each other when it comes to the national anthem. I'll be standing on the 50-yard line with my hand over my heart. And that's that's uh, that's what I believe in. And uh, we got plenty of guys that believe in that. But, again, we, we're not all the same. We're not all the same. We're not, we don't all come from the same place. We don't all have the same background. And we... we we, uh, we have to respect every man's opinion. The Rays open a nine-game road trip tonight in St. Louis against the Cardinals. And the Tampa Bay Storm are gearing up for the Arena Bowl that comes up tomorrow night. They'll face the Philadelphia Soul in Philadelphia for the Arena Bowl championship. That's your sports update. I'm Paul Porter. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Hi, this is Fran from the Bullet Hole in Sarasota, Florida. We've talked in the past about security to keep guns safe from children and keep your personal property secure. Well, Liberty Safe that we handle now, the largest manufacturer in the United States, is offering financing. So if it's been not in your budget before, now it's within reach because they will finance for you. Financing is now available for Liberty Safes at the Bullet Hole. The Bullet Hole, corner of Orange and Dolphin, downtown Sarasota. Are you one of 9 million Florida residents who live in a community managed by a property manager or homeowners association? What are your rights as a resident? What is the role of a volunteer board member serving on a community association? I'm Johnny Torres. Get the answers to these questions and more on The Condo Coaches, a weekly radio program dedicated to helping residents and associations run effectively, efficiently, and on budget. Don't miss The Condo Coaches, Saturday mornings at 11 on The Answer, AM 930, FM 93.7, and 103.1. With the SRN News Business Brief, I'm Rich Thomason. Fed Chair Janet Yellen is defending the web of regulations the Federal Reserve helped to enact after the 2008 financial crisis. She says it helped restore the banking system's health, and she challenges assertions that the rules have hurt lending. One tech analyst doubts the imprisonment of Samsung. Scandalized chief will knock the company off its perch as the world's leading maker of smartphones. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin is predicting that Congress will raise the government's borrowing limit in September before a deadline for default. A mixed close on Wall Street today. The Dow rose about 30 points. The blue chips ending the day and the trading week at 21,814. The Nasdaq ended six points lower. The S&P was up four points. With business, I'm Rich Thomason. The Dennis Prager Show. I wish it were different. It is a civil war in this country. YouTube and Google and the universities and the media are all on the left and wish to squash us. Do you understand that? If you don't, you're a fool. Weekdays at noon on AM 930, The Answer. AM 930, 
stress saver traffic report. Good afternoon, 75 northbound, a slow ride around University Parkway and more northbound delays from State Road 64 up to the Manatee River Bridge on the southbound side. Earlier crash just off the south end of the Manatee River Bridge still has southbound jammed up back across the uh, river past 301. The DeSoto Bridge southbound, a slow ride across the Manatee River. Business 41 Bridge in the Skyway looking good. No problems on State Road 64 or 70. University Parkway is moving well, but Tamiami Trail northbound earlier crash before University. University Parkway. Still seeing some north and southbound delays there. Fruitville, Bee Ridge, Clark Road's looking pretty good. Checking out things in the Venice area. Not seeing much to slow your ride. Dave Koch, FM 93.7, 102.1, and AM 930, The Answer. We're back, Bill Bunkley, here about uh, eight minutes for the top of the hour. Um, we've had uh, a resignation in the Florida legislature, and I wanted to give you the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say. We're talking about uh, Alex Miller, Representative Alex Miller of Sarasota. Uh, she said that uh, her business uh, and raising her teenagers had called her, caused her to basically, what, serve a year or so, and she's out of there. Now, there was a couple of other things that I, you know, I, I, I take people at their word. So let me just let me just frame this as saying there's a couple of other things that I think you ought to know about. And um, first of all, let me just let me just suggest that when you're in the legislature, there's a lot more that goes on with the dynamics, with leadership and people that meets the eye. Now, her first year was uh, was a little tenuous at best. OK, she was under the gun because she took a position um, um, on reining in, you know, remember those two economic development agencies, Enterprise Florida and Visit Florida? Well, um, she got involved with that. Now, what happened was Governor Rick Scott actually criticized, um, you know, um, her. Well, well, actually, he was criticized because she voted against eliminating the economic incentives of Enterprise Florida and, I believe, Visit Florida. Now, if you remember, her leader, which is the Speaker of the House, Richard Corcoran, guess what? He was on the other side. Those were very high-profile issues. Now, can you guess, before we go further, what happens when you oppose the leader of your party in your chamber of two very important issues? Well... Representative Miller lost her position on two committees dealing with health care, which was one of her big uh, interests in the legislature. Well, she also made another bad choice. Uh, She got involved with the controversy. You know, when you run for the legislature, people who are running now for the first time, there are folks asking you, okay, if you get elected, who in the class that's running with you, who would you support to be speaker? Well, she got involved as a candidate making a pick of who would be speaker in 2022. Well, she was on the losing side of that one as well. Now, we're only talking about months, you know, within months, she's uh, she's in the middle of this. Now, her family business is a medical supply business, Mercedes Medical. Um, she won a seat on the Sarasota County Public Hospital Board, and then uh, she had been thinking about running for the legislator. Zach, Zach Anderson's reporting this uh, with the Herald Tribune, much more in depth. Apparently, she's worth more than three and a half million. Uh, deep pockets, deep connections to the 
to the community after serving on the boards and um, young and energetic. So, you know what? She got the nod. Uh, But anyway, she is um, not going to be returning to the legislature. There's going to be a special election. So, uh, Mr. Buchanan, the younger, is uh, going to be running. Let me just say, if uh, anybody else uh, wants to be thinking about or praying about this, uh, it's going to be a special election. I think it'll be a special election. I don't think it will be with any other local elections. And if so, it's a very low turnout. And I want to tell you, if anybody's been thinking about it, including Mr. Buchanan, this is the time to strike. But my question is, if Mr. Buchanan gets elected, is this sort of a placeholder for when when Dad kind of feels like, you know what, I think I've done the dealership, I've done the congressional thing, I think uh, Mr. Buchanan the Younger, oh, you're going to run for office? And then we got a bunch of people who will vote in that race sometime down the future, and they don't know which Buchanan they're voting for. They're going to vote for Buchanan because Buchanan's been the name. I'm not criticizing that. I'm just sharing with you how the game is played, if you know what I mean. All right, going to wrap things up. Uh, Coming up in the second hour of the show, of course, Jay Sekulow will be here on 860 and 930 and carrying on our conversation this afternoon. I'll be over on our Faith Talk 570, 10, and 102.1 stations. Going to have a a great interview about Charles Spurgeon and uh, Timothy Johnson, who was a slave, their special relationship. Uh, The book is called Steal Away. The author is Austin Ivey. And uh, then we're going to go out to California, have a chance to talk with Dr. Ted Bear about a movie I'm recommending, All Saints. And then, uh, you know, something I get to do on our Faith Talk stations, very important to me as a Christ follower, worldview guy, we're going to be uh, praying uh, for those in Texas. And if this storm does uh, do the, the easterly move or the back out and in, and could it be affecting more of the eastern Texas coastline and the western Louisiana coastline, we're going to have a chance to just lift up a prayer for those folks. But as we wrap up on a Friday, just want to always tell you that it is an honor that I have an opportunity to be with you each weekday, the entire show from 4 to 6. And thank you so much for that. And I want you to know that we don't take that lightly and uh, it's very important. So uh, for those uh, on our Faith Talk stations, I'll be with you in just a moment. Um, for those um, here on 860-930, Jay Segal is up next. And for those in the biz, again, great to have you with us this week. No, we'll be parting right now. One and all, I'll be back on Monday at 4 o'clock. And I have a suspicion that we're going to have a, a lot to talk about when we know what Hurricane Harvey ended up doing in the Gulf Coast. Till then, my pleasure being with you. AM 930, The Answer, WLSS, Sarasota, FM 103.1, W276CR, Bradenton, and FM 93.7, W229BR, Bayshore Gardens. This report is brought to you by the Bullet Hole of Sarasota. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Winds and rain are picking up dramatically along the Texas Gulf Coast as the full power of Hurricane Harvey is expected to slam into the area sometime tonight or early tomorrow morning. Correspondent Val Dior is on the Texas coast. 
Well, he's now a Category 3, winds of at least 100 miles per hour set to hit shore from Corpus Christi over to Galveston and into Louisiana. And now, tornado warnings for the Galveston area, several inches east. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.